Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. Hey, party people, I'm Sean. Today we're going to talk about how God is good using a story from the Bible. That's right, Julie. Last episode, we talked about Paul's journey to Ephesus. We talked about all the hard things he faced, prison, being beaten, shipwrecked, and almost dying all so that more and more people could hear the good news about Jesus and be part of God's family, the church. Wow, Paul really went through a lot. He sure did, but he also said all the hard things he had to face were worth it. Oh, really? Worth it how? Well, as Paul and the rest of Jesus' disciples shared the good news, the gospel truth, God gave sinners new hearts that loved and trusted Jesus. God brings more and more people into his family, the church, as they tell others the good news about Jesus. Nice. I mean, more people joining God's family does sound pretty great. But I'm going to be honest, it also sounds a little scary telling others about Jesus. I mean, what if I say the wrong thing? Or what if people don't understand me or don't make sense or they make fun of me? Oh, Sean, remember that we learned that it isn't our job to save anyone. We do our best to share the good news with the help of the Holy Spirit and then we trust God to do the saving work. That's true, that's true. I forgot that when we love and trust Jesus, we are never alone. The Holy Spirit is with us and he helps us. And you know, Sean, you'll also get lots of practice as you get older, since telling others about Jesus is the job of everyone who loves and trusts him for the rest of our lives. Or until Jesus comes back. Or until what? That's right. One day Jesus is coming back and when he does, everyone who needs to hear the gospel will have heard it. So we can be brave with God's help and keep telling people about Jesus because one day we'll worship God together for all the good things he's done. Wow, that sounds awesome. But it also sounds like that could be a long time away because there are still lots of people all over the world who've never heard about Jesus. It could be, but the Bible also says that Jesus is coming soon. You know what? In the Bible, living for Jesus is sometimes compared to running a long and difficult race that finally one day comes to an end. I wonder if someone who runs races could help us understand that a little bit better. Hey, I have a good friend who's a runner. Maybe she can help. Let's say runner together. Runner. Runner. Did did someone say runner? (laughs) Hi, it's our good friend, Kim. Whoa, Kim, slow down and join us for the show. Thanks for having me, Julie and Sean. I am so excited to be here that my heart is just racing. Well, it could also be racing because it looks like you just ran a marathon. Come and take a breather with us, friend. Thanks. I could use a break. Would you like something to drink? 
Maybe just a sip. Wow, you were thirsty. Well, Kim, you've run a race before, right? Yes, I have. Several, actually. <laughs> Maybe you could help us understand something. The Bible sometimes describes living for Jesus like running a long, difficult race. And since you're a runner, we thought you could help us understand why that is. I can sure try. Let me take a quick stretch, though. Ugh. Ah, ooh, ah, ah, much better. Okay, you see, every race has a start and a finish, no matter how long the race is. And at the end of the race, at the finish line, there is a prize, sometimes a medal or a trophy, or even just the amazing feeling of finishing the race knowing that I worked hard and I did my best. Hey, I got a medal once. I still love it. Sean, I didn't know you've run a race before. Oh, pfft. it was not for running. It was for throwing the most gutter balls in my bowling competition. It was pretty awesome. Oh, good, good job, Sean, I think. Thank you. Hmm, well, in running a race, you want to do your best from start to finish. The same is true with living for Jesus. Though we don't do our best to make God love us, we live for God because he loves us. Whoa, what do you mean? Great question. You see, in running, motivation is everything. When God saves someone, their hearts are completely changed. It's because God loves us and gave his life for us that we start loving God and wanting to live for him in return. As followers of Jesus, we do our best to love God and other people every day, even when it's tough, because God has been so good to us. But didn't you say there was an end or a finish line somewhere? And where is that? Or how will we know when we get there? Well, Sean, I don't think you'll find a line painted on the ground somewhere. What I mean is that we all have one life to live or one race to run. And one day, no matter who you are, that life will come to an end and we will reach the finish line. For those who love and trust Jesus, the prize at the end of their race is being with God forever. And we learned that when we're with God, there'll be no sickness and no sadness, no death, only life and joy forever with him. That's right. Listen, running a race can be hard work. I know it's only temporary. I also know that being with God is forever. One day I will rest in his presence and share in his joy. I'll get to see the work God has done to save, grow, and mature others through the race that I have run on earth. The more we get to share in God's work, the more we get to share in his joy. That is so great. Come on, more joy with more people loving God. That's right. That's right, Sean. And for God's children, we know that even though life is hard at times, in heaven, there will be no more sadness, pain, or even death. God will make everything that is broken because of sin new and right again. Sometimes my body hurts from running or I fall down and I scrape my knee, but in heaven, there'll be no more pain, no more scrapes, no sore muscles. My body will be perfect. Well, that's good news because scraped knees hurt. I can't remember if I told you about my rollerblading accident, Kim. <laughs> oh, Sean. Sorry, Kim. It's our favorite running joke. But it's true. God is so good to give us new bodies, to invite us into his work on earth, and to bring us into his forever family. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and for sharing what you know, Kim. Of course. I hope this helps you learn as you hear today's story from the Bible. I've got to run. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It's from God and about God, and it is true. 
Let's pray and ask God to help us understand and listen to his word. God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. We have been learning about how God saved an Israelite named Paul and sent him to go tell everyone everywhere the good news that Jesus came to save sinners. Now, God gave many people who heard the good news about Jesus new hearts, and they became a part of God's family, the church, too, just like Paul. The church grew very quickly and spread all over the world. That's why there are churches all over the world today. Remember, the church is just everyone who has ever loved and trusted Jesus. So today we're going to talk about how one day Jesus will come back to fix everything broken by sin, and the church will get to be with God forever. Wow, it's really good news. Yeah, it is. Way back in the beginning of season two, we talked about how Jesus went back to heaven after he was raised to life. And that's where Jesus is right now, in heaven, ruling at the right hand of God the Father and saving sinners all over the world. And we're gonna talk about when Jesus comes back. The Bible says that one day he will come back. That's what Jesus told his disciples while he was here on earth. And that's what the angels told the disciples after Jesus went back to heaven. They said that Jesus would come back just like he left, suddenly, in the clouds, with the body, and for everyone to see. Jesus also told a disciple named John many things about what would happen when Jesus returned. On the count of three, let's say John. One, two, three. John. John, John wrote the last and final book of the Bible called Revelation because God shows or reveals to John what's going to happen when Jesus comes back. Jesus told John many things about the day of his return, but he didn't tell him when that day would be. No one knows when Jesus will return. Not the angels or even Jesus himself knows. Only God the Father. So Jesus could come back today or tomorrow or 1,000 years from now. While we don't know when Jesus will return, we do know that he will. So we wait expectantly or with excitement, really believing that he is coming soon. And while we wait, we tell everyone everywhere the good news about Jesus, just like Paul and the other disciples did. Jesus even said that after everyone who needs to hear the gospel has heard it and believed, that's when he'll come back. Ooh, that is another reason why we tell others about Jesus, so that his return comes quicker and quicker. So great. Well, Julie, don't keep the people waiting. What does the Bible say it's gonna be like when Jesus comes back? I mean, we've already been waiting for over 2,000 years. That's true. And while that might seem like a long time for us as humans, the Bible tells us that 1,000 years is like only one day to God and one day is like a thousand years. Even though it's been 2,000 years since Jesus went back to heaven, God's plan to send Jesus isn't moving too slow at all. It's right on track, and Jesus is so good to keep saving sinners all over the world. Man, he is so patient and so kind. Let's get an even closer look at this story by reading about what Jesus showed John from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Revelation, Chapter 21, verses 3 and 4. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Revelation 21, 3 to 4. Now remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that is okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Revelation 21, 3 to 4 says, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them or live with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. 
neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. When Jesus comes back, God is going to create a brand new, perfect world, and the church will live with him forever. Living with God in a perfect world without sadness or pain or sickness anymore may sound too amazing and too good to be true, but it is. That's right, and no one is going to die anymore. God created us to glorify him and enjoy him forever. Our bodies only die now because they've been broken by sin. But when Jesus comes back, God will give everyone new bodies that live forever, just like his. That's called the resurrection. Like when Jesus came back to life. That's right, Jesus did it first. Everyone who loves and trusts Jesus will get to be with God with a new body forever. But just as there were people who didn't believe Paul as he shared the good news about Jesus, there are still people who don't love and trust Jesus today. Do you remember how sin separates us from God? Yeah, and some of the saddest news of all is that we've all sinned. We've all done something that's different than what God wants. We've all loved something else more than we've loved God. That's why God sent his son Jesus, to save sinners. But sadly, the Bible says there will be people who don't love and trust Jesus when he comes back. They never wanted to be with him, or so they won't get to be with him, and they'll be separated from God forever because of their sins. That's why we share the gospel with them, so that God might give them new hearts that love and trust Jesus, so they can live forever with God too. God is so good to bring sinners into his family. God is so good, Sean. And when Jesus comes back, he's gonna fix everything broken and make the world brand new. No more floods or tornadoes or viruses or rollerblading accidents. No more sin or selfishness or death anymore. That's right. The good news of the gospel really is that, good news. God will live with his family, the church, in a perfect world forever and ever, and he will be their God. You know, I love and trust Jesus, and I'm so thankful that you do too, Sean. God's Big Story podcast is all about sharing the good news of the gospel with listeners like you so that you might love and trust Jesus too. That's right. So we encourage you to take some time to think about these questions. Do you love and trust Jesus? Do you believe that God loves you so much that he sent Jesus to die on the cross for your sins? And do you believe that Jesus was raised to life so that one day you might live forever with God too? Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Hey, let's play a game to see what you've learned. 
We call it Five Second Fly Through Review. Oh, yeah. And our friend Kim is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Kim. All right. I'm going to ask you eight questions, and you'll have five seconds to think about the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Because, because here, here we go. go. Question one. Everyone who has ever loved and trusted Jesus is called what? The church. The church. Question two. Who told the disciples that Jesus is coming back? God did through Jesus, through angels, and through a disciple named... Question three. What is the last book of the Bible about God's revelation to John? Revelation. Question four. Does anyone know when Jesus is coming back? Nope. Only God the Father. Question five. Will it be a happy day for everyone who loves and trusts Jesus? Yes. yes. They're going to get to be with God forever. And ever. Question six. Will it be a happy day for people who have never loved and trusted Jesus? Nope. No. They will be separated from God forever. Question seven. When Jesus comes back, God will make everything brand new and fix everything broken by what? Sin. Sin. Last question. Question eight. How long will God live with his family, the church? Forever and ever. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, talk with a friend or a family member about whether or not you love and trust Jesus. Pray for each other and ask God to give you new hearts that love and trust Him most. As we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that Jesus came to save sinners.
listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about what it will be like when Jesus comes back, you can turn to Revelation 21, verses 3 to 4, anytime, and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. Tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon.